Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, it's the second leg of our recap rehash pod. Uh, Patriots at Raiders here on Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. We're going to play a little game now. Uh, We're going to do a little advanced general managering, if you will, or... um, personnel management uh we're going to be a couple of uh amateur directors of pro player personnel not easy to say when you got a little post nasal drip going on uh we're gonna uh the game's called cut keep or cash in hart and i are going to run through some players we believe either need to go right now that some players the patriots definitely need to hold on to for the rebuild and who's in charge of the reorchestration of the roster. We shall soon see. We don't have no idea right now or cash in guys. They probably could find some trade value for on the market at the moment so that maybe they could pick up some draft picks and find a way to rebuild what is honestly right now an abject disaster. All right, Hart, I'm going to begin with uh, someone who actually put forth a valiant effort on Sunday, he was the primary target of quarterback Mac Jones. Looked a, looked the part of the gamer. I mean, hardly a wide receiver one, but certainly a complimentary piece to this or potentially other offenses in contention. Kendrick Bourne. Are you going to cut him? Are you going to keep him? Or are you going to cash him in? Uh, I'm going to keep him. Um, I do think you could probably get something for him. 
Um, but maybe like a Manny Sanders, like not a Muhammad Sanu two, but maybe a Manny Sanders three or four on a team that needs a receiver. Yeah. If you find the right team with the right need, um, I think you could, could get something like team. Oh, I just need one more complimentary weapon, one more target, whatever. Um, but I also don't think, you know, this would be the ultimate in my opinion. Oh, they don't tank. They'll never do that. Like if you trade him, you're tanking. I think you can maneuver other people and say it's good business, it's smart, whatever. If you trade really your only capable receiver, competent, consistent, like a guy who also brings energy, who also I think is trying to stay positive and stay sort of an energetic aspect of the team, which already lost Judon. And I would say mm -hmm. those two guys are kind of your energy guys on either side of the ball in terms mm -hmm. of the media and trying to – I don't think you can pull the trigger – on a born deal. I, I really don't. I just think I believe irresponsible was the way Bill Belichick called it. When the post Manning Colts fell apart, I think you're being irresponsible. If you trade Kendrick Bourne. Now, Bill Barnwell of Espen recently suggested that perhaps the Patriots and the Raiders should engage in a trade Kendrick Bourne to the Raiders in exchange for Hunter Renfro, who we all thought oh, okay. was going to be a slot machine in Vegas, but somehow has fallen out of favor under the tutelage of head coach Josh McDaniels, a coordinator for decades in the NFL, who helped turn the likes of the Wes Welkers and the Julian Edelmans and Danny Amendola's into catch factories and money printing machines. Uh, have you figured out for the life of you why in the holy Hades Hunter Renfro has not cottoned to Josh McDaniels' offense? I can't. I, I just don't understand it unless it's personal. I know a lot of people bring up personal with Josh. Like, What's his deal kinda... with that? Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if it's true, but it almost feels personal because that's a guy that they gave the contract to. I think we yeah. all thought, oh, there's there's your Welker. There's your hundred catch guy. He's going to love oh, it. Yeah. Josh will love him. And this goes back even to Clemson, you know, future Patriots receiver and that whole thing. Patriots West would work anyway. It just hasn't worked. So I would love to see the Patriots not necessarily trade born, but if there were one addition I'd be open to. Go get Hunter Renfro. Go get him for the now and for the future, whatever. Um, I'd listen to that. I do. The Bill Barnwell thing's interesting. He's been trying to trade Kendrick Bourne since like the spring. I, I don't really know. Yeah. And I said it was stupid at the time because you don't have any receivers. I, I think it's kind of stupid now if you're still trying to compete on any level. So I don't, I don't know what the deal is with Barnwell trying to trade Bourne. I think it's because he believes Kendrick Bourne has value and talent and he would be best served being on a contender as opposed to a team that's not even a pretender at this oh, that's point. That's true. Patriots. Yeah, he should be. He should be a high priced Jabbar Gaffney when Jabbar Gaffney was like the role player, but would always mm. have like this clutch mm -hmm. third down catch or this clutch touchdown. He should be on like um, trying to what? think of Cowboys, maybe like if you put him on the Cowboys as a role player or. How about um, the Saint? The Saints desperately need like a third wide receiver. Sure. Saints maybe maybe play. the Lions have Amon Ross St. Brown. They have Jamison Williams. They got uh was it Josh Reynolds? And then they could, you know, if yeah. he was the fourth receiver well, on the a Browns. Team like that. A team that yeah. has a one and a two and he becomes the three. Or even uh, yeah. back to San Francisco, where he from whence he came at this point, you know? A little extra something to go with Ayuk and Debo gets banged up every other week. But Ayuk is rough. I, I think I I'd love to see them keep him. But at the same time, there's part of me that likes the guy so much. If they lose the next two games, I mean, to see him try to languish, like I want, I want him to realize his value and get one more contract that's quality that that's commensurate to his value. And I, I don't know if he's going to be able to get it here by just 
you know, languishing with this offense every week. So uh, I'd love to keep them, but I could certainly see why they would cash them in. And again, they need picks. All right, next one. Devontae Parker. Cut. Yep. Okay. Bye. Very simple. As you said, the cover-up was worse than the crime. Be mm-hmm. a man. Step to the mm-hmm. microphone. Act like you're Logan Mankins and Nat, not Matt Light. Be the guy that takes pro- professional responsibility for his failures on the field. We all F up. We've all left up in our professions, our careers. Just be a man and accept it. Don't be weird about it. And again, I wish Chris Gasper had eviscerated him. When would you see? I wish Gasper had said, I saw a perfect throw that you dropped and cost your team the game. Which just would be, wouldn't that have been editorializing at that point? I mean, I would have loved, yeah. And then let's I don't see. Know. What he asked for his opinion. What'd you see? So once yep. he opened the door, what'd you see? Your opinion is fair game. It's not like you led with it. He asked yeah. for it. Gasper, Gasper easily could have gotten a beer on my tab had he done well, that. Even better, and I don't know what he would have used, but as you're describing it, say, insert synonym for good pass here, insert synonym that no one knows for really bad drop here, and just confuse the hell out of Devontae Parker and be like, wait, what the hell did this guy just say? Yeah, what, we know what, what are you talking about? Next, yeah, exactly. I, I know, but still, at the same, I'm glad he asked the question. And Devontae Parker, I mean, he dropped the ball, but more importantly, he dropped the chance to show some leadership and a little courage uh, under fire. And that was just, that was lame to not own that at all. Like who was the uh, Devonte Smith? Like the, the pulled the exact opposite of Devonte Parker this weekend. One Devonte crapped the bed. One Devonte owned the moment. He said uh, he had a moment where he had a drop against the jets and it was kind of costly because they lost by six points. And he said, you know, you just flat out have to, you have to, you have to catch the ball. That's all there is to it. I do think we are holding uh, Devontae Parker's uh, history against him because over the last six months or so, Devontae Parker has had the issue with the Patriots being interested in DeAndre Hopkins, where he, you know, next question, Mr. Next Question, which he also pulled out uh, Sunday night in Las Vegas, next question. But he was clearly um, shook by the idea that maybe they would be bringing in DeAndre Hopkins and other guys I thought handled it well. You know, Kendrick Bourne wanted DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, we'll take anybody. He can make us better. We'll take him. Um, And Devontae Parker didn't do that. And then Devontae Parker was sliding into the mentions of people like Mike Giardi, who dare criticize him and didn't even add him. He's one of those guys that searches his name. So between the next question in the summer and the overly sensitive response to stink, stank and stunk and slumming it in the weeds of X slash Twitter, this is a third strike for Parker. And guess what? Three strikes in your out of here. Oh, just the whole thing of replying to Gillette nation on Instagram after getting Dang. graded last year. Uh, I am that guy. You are not a number one receiver. You're number one in terms of it's like targets and vitriol and enmity. Yeah. Stinks. And they guaranteed him $9 million overall. What the hell were the Patriots thinking? This was their guy. Oh, God. Are we doing cut, keep or trade bill Belichick? Is he on here yet? Uh, next up, Adrian Phillips. Um, I, I would cash in if I could. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can get anything. I don't know if he's lost a step, and that's well-known throughout the league. He's lost a role. He barely plays on defense anymore for the Patriots. He's kind of a core special teamer now. I think he had, like, one less snap than the the Chris Board, Matthew Slater, Brendan Schooler grouping. He's basically a core special teamer above all else, which is kind of how he started his career and made his name in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, almost for him, I'd like to see him go somewhere and get a right. shot. But he's also not really – contributing much so if you could get something for him get it there's got to be a team out there though that could use a veteran safety like a cincinnati who lost their two starting safeties 
in the offseason to free agency. Maybe they they could find a role for him just to sort of steady the back end of the defense. Their rush defense also has kind of fallen off this year as well. So a guy like Phillips who kind of does a little bit of everything, well, yes, maybe his loss of step isn't the guy he used to be, but I would definitely give him a chance to go experience some success elsewhere as well and see if you could pick up a mid to late round draft pick for a team who once again, as we'll say time and again, needs them all so they can draft special teamers, gunners, long snappers, and kickers. Well, we we got ahead of ourselves here, and that's where I want to go. We should have um, gotten this out of the way before we actually started talking about Oh, we got a, dis- a, 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 a mid-segment disclaimer? Everybody loves those. Oh, who's making these decisions? Like, the first decision that's what, is that's what who's I said. making that's... these decisions. Like, Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft need to have a Kraft-only meeting. You know how there's players-only meetings? Mm-hmm. Kraft-only meeting. If your name okay. ain't Kraft, get out the build, get out the room. Only and owners in the building. Okay decide like what are we doing here are we allowing Matt Grow and Bill Belichick both to make decisions over the next two weeks are we mm-hmm. is Bill have final say does Matt Grow have final say does neither of them have final say like how are you handling these decisions that we are we're playing GM who are you actually going to allow to be GM is it somebody else or do you have your eye on somebody lower on the depth chart that you think could be moving on I don't know but that's are you allowing Bill Belichick to make these decisions, which then would also involve the next decisions? Because these decisions, a lot of these guys are contract year guys. If you wanted to sign them, you probably shouldn't trade them now. But do you want Bill making that decision? The draft picks you're getting is Bill making those picks come next April or somebody mm-hmm. like needs to be some craft decisions here before any other decisions can be made. I, I really think that is not just the million dollar question. It is quite literally the billion dollar question. What, what are you going to do? What, who's, who's making these calls? Because if you believe that this is the last year for Bill Belichick, why should he be making massive personnel decisions like this? I mean, does Bill Belichick continue coaching this team if he gets cut out of the personnel decisions at the middle of the season? I doubt it. I, I don't, I doubt it. I, I don't would know he punt that at that point and just be like, I'm good. I may as well hand in the napkin and Sharpie now. Like what? If- See you at Nantucket. God, it is such a mess. And Fourier keeps saying on the radio to us when he calls into the postgame show and more, hey, you think it's messy now? Wait, it's going to get worse. Ah, It's It's absolutely going to. The whispers, I keep talking about it. You're you're a dysfunctional football team right now. You will be a dysfunctional soap opera soon. If the losing continues and it goes the way it's trended, you will be a soap opera soon. Uh, I don't even know how we could possibly discuss orchestrating a turnaround or really making a positive out of the season. I don't, and I don't even know. I've been asking you for weeks. Who's the helper? Who's the bright light? Who's the one person that can lead us out of the darkness? Who's the one person that can even just deliver joy or highlights and make Sundays worth watching? Well, I'm going to go back to it. I, I think the answer to that question or the, the, the most legitimate potential answer uh-huh. is Gerard Mayo. Like all we hear about is this guy is special in terms of leadership. He's mm-hmm. been in the boardroom. He's mm-hmm. been in the huddle. He's mm-hmm. been in the coach's room. Mm-hmm. Like if he is truly a leader of men, is he the option to somehow, some way figure this out, be the, be the centerpiece of at least stability over the second half of the season to avoid the soap opera that I'm talking about, to avoid the utter embarrassment of a tailspin where you win one. I mean, there's plenty of fans that are rightfully questioning, and we've talked about this. Are they ever going to win again? Like, where's the wins come from? If you don't I, win, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, 
You know, would and if they if Belichick either walked away or was told, okay, listen, we're gonna make some decisions, and he's like, I'm good, or just let me know and give me a big fat check, and we'll say adios, which would just be an absolute stunner of epic proportions. Do they give it to O'Brien for the remainder of the season? Do they name Gerard Mayo coach in amidst the turmoil? Call him. Can I throw I mean, a name out there? Uh, God, man, I I didn't expect this segment to take this kind of turn, but go ahead. Okay, I'm just. This is playing radio. I fully admit right. it. Playing podcast. That's what we do. We play. It's we play radio and podcast. It's portable radio. Go ahead. Go ahead. I believe the two most swiftly anointed leaders of the Belichick era in New England are Gerard Mayo, mm-hmm. who is now on the staff as a defensive coach, and who the owner has said we think he's going to be a head coach. We hope it's here. The other, who was mm-hmm. anointed captain, I also believe in his second season, much like Gerard Mayo. Mm-hmm. and had a decade-plus career, who now has made himself, in my opinion, the swiftest transition to the media through both honesty and intelligence. Mm-hmm. In an NFL where the best all-around roster, maybe at least one of the top two best all-around rosters, was built by a media TV ex-safety, Hall of Fame caliber safety in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. His name is John mm-hmm. Lynch. Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider Gerard Mayo taking a front office role to run the New England Patriots? He has shown he can work in state houses and locker rooms with coaches and players and businessmen. He has shown on TV, like there is no better packaged candidate in my mind mm-hmm. to fill almost any job. If you mm-hmm. said, I have a job I need done that involves leading men and finding a way, I think Devin McCourty could do it. Would you ever consider a pairing of Devin McCourty and Gerard Mayo running the New England Patriots. I think it would be absolutely freaking awesome. By the way, I, I literally just came up with that on the fly. I think that that might be your bet. Like for the first time all season, I just like, I got a glimmer of hope. Like I saw like the sun rose. Like, like I always like to say, like I saw a pinhole of light in the pile of rubble at the end of the cave. Like there was that, you know, water dripped from the faucet for the first time. Like I saw like a a leaf come forth in the garden. Yeah. I think that would be outstanding. I mean, it it may blow up and fail, but you'd go into it with hopeful optimism. And even not that this matters, they've learned so much from bill, but they'd still be their own men. And, and we've seen that from, from Devin, he's not afraid to criticize. He's his own man. And I, I love that. He admits his shortcomings. Like I like so much about him. Um, and in a world in an NFL where they are looking to promote mm-hmm. capable candidates, African Americans, minorities, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I think Robert Kraft would love the idea that my young head coach is a black man who came through my organization, my mm-hmm. young personnel executive. I'm not even saying Devin is the GM. Just be the front. Making, he doesn't even have right. to, like be the. You know what? Be the fa- the front man right. of the organization. Be the guy that gets out there, goes to the events be involved in some scouting, take some trips, et cetera. Right. Now he has moved back to New Jersey so he can be closer to New York city. And that's where he's from. Cause he went to Rutgers and everything. So would he and the family relocate back to Foxborough? If he were offered something like this, if you offered him to become the president of the new England Patriots. Yeah, probably be kind of worth it. Plus the other thing is we he's due that- for an appearance, by the way, let's get him on here and ask him that question. Uh, sure. Anytime. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is, we all think we're not sure how this is ending with Bill Belichick. Could you bump him into a consultant role? Even if it's just a figurehead role for Gerard Mayo, 
and Devin McCourty. And the, it's another I billion dollar question because those are two want guys re- he respects and loves, yep. and mm-hmm. he might not answer to Matt Groh. Groomed, no, he might no. not answer to whatever. But would he have an open phone line to Nantucket for Devin McCourty and Gerard Mayo? I would think so because unless would also he wants to continue coaching, him, it would also help up- him. Yeah. Keep his Belichickian boys in Foxborough because mm-hmm. Steve Belichick could put his boys. Oh, they would Mayo likely stick boys. around and it would put a little luster back on his name if Belichick's guys come in. It's just like, guys, I obviously took on too much at the end, but look what my guys who I groomed. The succession plan is in place. We've got the younger Belichicks, the Mayos, the McCordys. This is the master plan brought to you as only can be done by the Six Rings and Football Things pod. Well done, Hart. All right, let's race through the last couple names real quick just because I promised the people we yes, would do it. and I want to. All right. I got three more for you. Mike Onwenu. Uh, Ca- cash in. I got yeah, cash in. Yeah, probably cash in. They're not going to pay him $15 million this offseason per season. Yeah. Even if he's had a bad year, been injured, and isn't necessarily worth what he may have been six months ago, I'd say at this point now, you drafted So and Mafi, put him in. You started him last week, and look how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm being told it didn't go great. It didn't go. No, no, no. This breaking news. It did not go well. Uh, Jalen Mills. Oh, absolutely. Cash in if you can. I mean, he um he's fallen off mightily. He played like 20 snaps last week. He was chasing early. Um, Yeah. How, how the mighty have fallen. I thought he was a potential key member of the defense and he is just a bit player. So if you can get absolutely anything for him, a sixth round pick, seventh round, go for it. Give him a chance to go play Rome again around where they need depth in a secondary on a competitor or a contender. Yes, I would give right. him the chance as well. And then dump for Drake. Maybe go right back to Philadelphia again. Like Bourne could go back to San Francisco. They Maybe need Mills. DB help. They're, they, they're honestly, mining the uh, NFL for DB the, help. The hair is already, I, I, that yeah, makes all, too much sense. Green. Boy, we are on a heater this week. And last but not least, Kyle Duggar. He is a free, he's a, he is scheduled to be a free agent. Yeah, no, I would I would cash in. I I like wow. him. I don't think he's as good as he was supposed to be. I don't think he's evolved into um, a transformational back end player or even a, an elite back end player. I think he's a good back end player. Um, but I got to think you might be able to get something for him for a team looking to not only get him for the end of the year, but begin the process of maybe extending him and making him a part of their secondary for the foreseeable future. So, yep, I'd cash in. You're not done, I, right? I need one more name. Uche. Oh, yeah, I would trade him. Cash in. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm tanking. I told you, I'm just dumping for Drake. You are you are on the dump for Drake, not even not even the cash for Caleb? Well, now I got Orlovsky telling me that Drake May is going to be better and, and that there's going to be a serious consideration as who goes number one overall and all that stuff. What about punting for Penix? I don't love Penix. Lefty with a low angle. Mm-hmm. 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 He's a gamer, though. We see those passes against Oregon in the, in the, in the closing moments. Well, he's got a cannon too. You know what we need? We need elite. Is he elite? I don't know if he's elite. What if the Patriots end up with a top like six draft pick and the good quarterbacks are gone? Marvin Harrison Jr. Do you think is he even going to just make talked it past about three? that? We just I, talked about I'd the, do anything the elite weapon. The you know Mar the the um Christian McCaffrey's and the Tyreek Hills. Oh wait. We just talked about that on a different podcast. You want to hear that discussion? Head over to Breaking <laughs> Boston from today. Um, but we, we've talked about how, like, maybe the, we've gone in a new era here where people realize if you can't get the truly elite quarterback. Now, the fly in this ointment theory is that the 49ers tried to get the elite quarterback. That's why they traded three first-round picks to get Trey Lance in the most idiotic mm-hmm. trade that's ever happened. But 
Um, oh. Yeah, if you don't force the quarterback, if you can't get Marvin Harrison and get the transformational receiver, so you have that guy at least in place to go get whoever the quarterback will be. I mean, it could be, as Sports Illustrated is calling it, a wide receiver and quarterback historic draft coming up. You could see Bo Nix, Shadur Sanders, J.J. McCarthy, Riley Leonard, Quinn Ewers, Cam Ward, Michael Penix, Drake May, Caleb Williams. You could see seven quarterbacks going in the first round of the 2024 draft. Uh-oh. Better pick the right one or two. Yeah, might won't all be good. <laughs> nope. They won't all be good. We learned that. Who knows? And the Chicago year. Bears, the Chicago Bears are right now the, uh, you know, they're the baller at the table because they've got their own pick and they've got Carolina's pick. So they could easily, if they're out on fields, they could deal him to a team that's looking to maybe turn him around or see if he could work out like an Atlanta, perhaps. Maybe an Arthur Smith could get the most out of him. And then you could get even more draft capital. Holy smokes. And yet somehow, as Bears fans will tell you, the Bears will find a way to screw it up. Okay. All right. That'll hey, one do more. For- Trent Brown cut. Uh, <laughs> uh, who the hell is going to play left tackle at this point? And who's go- who wants anything for Trent Brown? You've had you've just been dying I to say that cut. for months. Yeah, cut. Okay. I wanted to cut him in the summer. See, I would have cut Parker and Brown before I wasted my money in giving them bumps in pay. I would have saved Robert Kraft money. Robert your GM and your president and whatever the hell Belichick is are costing you money. I could have saved you money. You want a cheap GM? I'll do the job for five mil a year. That's it. Wow. What a bargain. What an absolute, what an absolute sweet. No, seriously, they should hire McCordy and Mayo. I like that. I, I love that. That was my favorite. That's my favorite part of any of the recent podcasts as well. Thanks for giving us that little glimmer of hope we needed, even though we both know Never going to happen. Never going to happen. All right. That's it for this edition of six rings in football. Thanks. We'll be back in a couple of days. To preview uh, Bill, the Bills Mafia traveling to take on Bills Mafia at Gillette. We'll see if we can go behind enemy lines with any Bills reporter, podcaster, or personality that doesn't laugh me off the phone or the email that I <laughs> that I sent to them as well. Thanks so much. A presentation of WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. For Justin Turpin, for at Jumbo Hart and at Fitzy GFY, this has been Six Rings and Football Things. Thank you to our sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook, fanduel.com slash six rings to get in on the wagering and party picks. Now, we'll talk to you soon. Good day. God bless and get pets. Hi, Bruins fans looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.